Hello, and welcome to the Creative Communities and Libraries podcast. I'm your host, Ben Nielsen, a librarian and instructional designer, and this is episode one, What are Creative Communities? For this podcast, it will be helpful if you have a copy of the Creative Communities and Libraries field guide. This is available for free by clicking the link in the show notes or by going to tiny.cc ccil. If you are listening to this while driving or doing something else, feel free to get the field guide later. If you are wondering more about what this field guide is, you can hop back to the preview episode, which is number zero, to learn more. So today's episode is all about what constitutes a creative community. This relates to the first page after the introduction in the field guide. Now don't worry, we will be getting into the exciting questions of why and how in the next couple episodes. But before we do that, it is important that we establish a baseline of what we are talking about. So what are creative communities? I bet you have some idea that kind of pops into your mind when I say creative community, and it is probably right. But let's define what it is so we are all on the same page. The first piece we need to define is creativity. We can't have creative community without it, so what is it? Well, there's a lot of literature discussing what creativity is, and it can be hard to pin down academically. But today we are just going for simple definitions that will help us in our work. So we are going to define being creative as making something. If something isn't being made, then it probably isn't a creative act. Now, we do have to be a little bit careful when we talk about making something, because that might cause some librarians to think that creative communities are synonymous with makerspaces, which is not the case. Makerspaces can be places of creative community but they are not the only kind. Making doesn't have to be physical or technical in nature, although it is sometimes. Making can be writing, drawing, building, crafting, world building, editing, filming, recording, coding, composing, knitting, sewing, designing, fabricating, and many other things. In my own local library, I have recently seen announcements for a Lego club, a knitting circle, a coding club, and Dungeons and Dragons group. All of these either are or have potential to be creative communities. Now that we have our shared definition of creativity as making something, let's move on to defining community. I'm guessing you have some concept in your head of community, but it might take lots of different forms depending on the context. In our context, a community is going to be several or more people that engage together directly. That engagement can take many different forms, such as face-to-face or digital, but it does need to be direct. This definition does exclude more nebulous groups, such as the worldwide film community, because they do not engage together directly. Something like that would need to be brought down closer to where the interaction takes place. For example, we could talk about letterbox community, because there are several or more people engaging together directly through a digital platform. While this definition does stipulate direct engagement, it does not require that a community have formal membership. For example, you could be part of a community at your local Starbucks where you engage with employees and other customers, but you don't have any official Starbucks membership that formalizes this relationship. Now that we have definitions of creativity and community, we simply need to combine them together to make the creative community definition, which is creative community is a group of people engaging together directly and making something. Those really are the critical pieces for our purposes, engagement with other people and making of something. Notice that our definition allows for any type of duration. A creative community may exist only for a single day, such as a craft night that you hold at your library, or it may perpetuate for years 
like a writer's group that meets monthly for a decade. Both of these can be creative communities, if there are several people involved engaging directly with each other and making something. I guess what I am trying to get across here is that there are many different forms of creative community, but you need to make sure those essentials are there. We'll talk more about this in another episode, but if you don't have that engagement piece, then you don't have a creative community. Instead, you probably have a creative service, which is really useful, but just different than a creative community. Okay, I think this episode has gone on long enough, but hopefully you are starting to get a better idea of what a creative community is. On the next episode, we are going to go into the fundamental question of why you and your library should care about creative community. In the meantime, I'd like to hear your questions and comments about the show, feedback on the field guide, and also your experiences with creative services or communities in your libraries. You can reach me at creativecommunitiesandlibraries at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening, and I will catch you on the next episode. (laughs) 